this week, as far as the movies are concerned, we are talking yesterday movie, Avengers Endgame, always, guys. I don't know when I will stop talking about this movie. Tag, which was a movie that came out in 2018. And uh, the other one is Veronica Mars. And before you tell me, wait, 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 Veronica Mars, that's not a movie. But it is. There's a movie. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm Patty Holiday, your head fangirl in charge, and this is the Monday Movie Minute. All right, guys, every Monday, we're going to chat about the movies that came out, uh, the, the movies that I happened to watch over the weekend, what's happening at the box office, pretty much whatever else sounds like a good topic for Monday, as long as it's movie related. I do try to keep it actually movie related on Mondays. I want to start off this morning with a quick shout out to a podcast that I guessed uh, recorded with. And I think it's gonna be kind of fun. Uh, the episode has not gone live just yet, but go ahead and check it out because it might be a, it might be a, a lot of fun to listen to. This one is called WTF Florida. That's right. WTF Florida. And, uh, my pal Jack is putting this one together. If you've spent any time in Florida, if you've lived in Florida, <laughs> you know, Florida is a crazy place and there always seems to be something in the news about Florida man, right? There's a Florida man that did da, 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 something absolutely insane and crazy and nobody would believe except that it's Florida. And so, mm, yeah, we believe it. Uh, <laughs> he's got a, a, a fun little shtick going on, a game that we play and it's called Fake or Florida. And I used to live in Florida. So I, I jumped on board. So go uh, check that out. It should be up later today. I don't know what time he's putting it out. But I do know you can find it if you look on all of your podcasting apps, that sort of thing. All right. So this week, as far as the movies are concerned, we are talking yesterday movie, Avengers Endgame, always, guys. I don't know when I will stop talking about this movie. Tag, which was a movie that came out in 2018. And uh, the other one is Veronica Mars. And before you tell me, wait, 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 Veronica Mars, that's not a movie, but it is. There's a movie. And I'll wrap that up and explain exactly why we're talking Veronica later on. Okay. All right. First, we're going to talk about the box office. As expected, Toy Story 4 is still in that number one slot. I was a little surprised that Annabelle comes home. <laughs> People love their Annabelle. I I, I don't. I, I didn't go see this one. I think I've had my fair share of scary movies between Ma and Child's Play over the last couple of weeks that I'm going to skip Annabelle for now. I may change my mind. If you, if you have different thoughts on that, if you think I need to go see it, let me know because I am willing. Annabelle Comes Home was actually number two. Yesterday Movie, which I adore, is at number three. Aladdin is still pulling in some money, Secret Life of Pets, Men in Black International, Avengers Endgame, back in the top 10, it hit there at number 7, Child's Play, Rocketman, and John Wick. John Wick, guys, the Keanu Sons, this is still happening, you are still going to see John Wick. I, hey, small but mighty fan base, and I say small, but I'm just saying it's, you know, not Avengers level, right, but 
you guys are out there and you're spending the money. And I know, I know that's much appreciated. All right. First, we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame and what happened there. I know a lot of people said, why are they re-releasing it? It hasn't even left my theaters yet. Why, well, you know, what's going on? I, I want to say that when Avengers Endgame first opened to wide release, it was in over 4,000 theaters. It went down. That went down to just over about, I don't know, just over a thousand theaters, So when they said they were re-releasing it, air quotes, re-releasing it, they were to another thousand plus theaters. So we went from uh, 1,040, I think was the number, to over 2,000, 2,025 this weekend. In addition, as you know, they gave us a little bonus footage. And when I say a little bonus footage, yeah, guys, that's what I mean, a little. (laughs) Okay, so I went, this was my fifth viewing in the theater. I am one of those. I won't lie. I was actually really, really hoping that every dollar I could throw towards Endgame would get us past Avatar. I don't like that movie. If you listen to any of these shows, I think I say that every single week, but I just don't like it. Maybe I need to do, I don't know, maybe I need to do a whole session on why I don't like Avatar. That might, that might be something to consider, but here's the thing. This was my fifth showing, and you would think by your fifth showing, there'd be no surprises. There would be nothing to catch me off guard, et cetera, et cetera. Guys, I sobbed. Like, <gasps> literally, that was me in the theater on my fifth release. Like, what was wrong with me? You know, the, the first time I saw it, I didn't ha- I had an emotional reaction in the sense of, oh, that was good. Oh, I really like that. But I don't remember tearing up. I don't remember crying too much. There's a few moments, yes, but like not not like this, not not this reaction. And then um, the other three showings I did like kind of back to back to back to back. And so maybe I just saw it. It was too much at one time. And so while I was enjoying it and I was having a fun time and I was cheering still, I wasn't having that that emotional reaction. So anyway, it's been a couple of months uh, since, since I saw it. So I went in truly expecting that I would just kind of be there be there because I'm a fan, be there because I'm trying to help the box office a little more. I cried. I just cried and cried and cried. Every scene that you're supposed to cry at, I cried. Probably it seems that I wasn't supposed to cry at, I cried. And it really, really caught me completely off guard. But it was a super emotional experience. And I loved it. I loved every second of it. Every second of it. So if you're thinking you don't need to go, if you're a big fan, go. Because you can... You can never get too much Avatar. But if you're thinking you don't need to go, you might surprise yourself. So I just want to throw that out there is that every showing is going to give you a different response and a different reaction. And I caught things that I didn't catch before. All of that. It was a moment. Makeup was all over my face. It was crazy. <laughs> so it was it was a little nuts. Now, if you notice, it, the box office, I think they brought in like just over 5 million, like 5.5 million, uh, which is not anywhere near enough to beat Avatar. I read somewhere, I have no idea how truthful this is because Marvel Studio executives are not calling me to talk it out, but you guys can if you want my number, let me know. <laughs> that, that that the goal this week this with this re-release was not to actually go for the box office record. They weren't, they didn't expect that to happen. They didn't expect that to happen. My understanding is they had very specific scenes and shots that they really wanted to get out there and They thought, why not? You know, we'll throw this on there. Plus, at the very end with those extra extra scenes, they gave us the first two minutes of Spider-Man Far From Home. So I think they were also trying to 
help Spider-Man along, uh, get people back to get excited about about Marvel again for Spider-Man because that opens on Tuesday, tomorrow, tomorrow. Was it a failure? I, don't, I, I can't say it was a failure. Would it have been amazing and awesome to wake up this morning and find out that we had beat Avatar? I wish I could give you that news. I wish that was the answer. It was not. <laughs> it, it was not, guys. You know, it is what it is. So it may not happen. It may not happen. I also read that there's a possibility of an extra re-release in September. But the crazy thing about that is that the Blu-ray is supposed to come out in August. So I don't know. I don't know. Here's my complaint, though. I really feel like there's all kinds of footage that they could have they could have done because every star in every interview talks about how they were shooting stuff that never got seen. They didn't know what it was going on, you know, because they wanted to protect what was going on and what was happening with um, with the plot and, and that sort of thing. So I know there's a ton of extra scenes and behind the scenes stuff because those guys are hilarious that they could have packaged and they could have could have given us fans that big payoff that we would have loved them 3000 for maybe 3005 I don't know I'm just saying I felt like the extra stuff wasn't quite enough to uh, at least get the excitement going again and to get people to talk about it and to say hey you have to go see this uh, I'm gonna tell you you have to go see this but you guys know where I'm coming from I just want that record so yes please go see it go see it. it's amazing you gotta go see it but real talk it wasn't if you're going for the extra footage and the extra information uh, you'll be okay if you sit this one out as much as that pains me to say uh, but again I don't think it's happening. I might be in mourning. I might have to come to grips with this and, uh, and and just learn how to deal. I don't know. Anywho, all right. The Yesterday movie came out. It was one of the ones that opened this weekend. And I saw it at a fan preview, I don't know, a month ago, something like that. And I walked out of this movie, like, bouncing, smiling, laughing, giggling. I absolutely adored and loved this movie. Now, I'm going to tell you not to listen to the critics out there, except for me, of course. <laughs> I'm right. I'm always right. Because I, I made that mistake. I, After I saw the movie and loved it and had this incredible reaction to it and thought, oh, everyone is going to love this movie. It's going to be amazing. Um, I made this mistake. I listened to some podcasts where some critics, I don't want to say they hated it, but they were so confused by it. And they kept kind of chopping it up and trying to pick it apart. And I thought, ah, what are you doing? Like, this is not, this is not the movie to do that with. I don't think this movie was supposed to be intended, you know, to be some existential life-changing thing. It's just a, it's a fun rom-com-ish movie, right? So as a form of entertainment, which is what I use as kind of the touchstone and the basis for deciding if I like something or not, and if it's a quote-unquote good movie. Do I say quote-unquote too much? I probably do. I should I should start, learn to edit that out. Um, but when, when I do look at the entertainment factor, does it entertain me? Did I enjoy it? Was I bored? Was I looking at my phone? Uh, was I thinking about my groceries? No? Okay, then this was a good movie. Uh, then it did its job. It did its first job. And its first job for me is always to be entertaining. And, 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 and yesterday was absolutely entertaining. I was all there for it. What I loved about yesterday was how I just walked out of that theater truly happy. 
I was thrilled that this was one of those um, lessons can be learned here movies that was gentle on the lessons part. Okay, it, it, there's some there's some there, but it was it wasn't in your face like smacking you over the head, making you feel bad before you felt good again. It, it didn't do that, and I appreciated it. Like every time you think that Jack is gonna have the big bad happened to him. They, they twisted it a little bit and, and it made it a, a kind of a good, happy thing. And in my life, I like good, happy things. I don't know about you. So, you know, is it a romantic comedy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it a science fiction? Yeah, a little bit. Is it a musical? Sure. It's This is, if you don't know what Yesterday movie is about, it is Jack gets hit by a bus uh, during this worldwide outage and... When he wakes up, he's the only person that remembers the Beatles and the Beatles songs. It was really funny to watch him come to terms with the fact that he is the only person who remembers the Beatles. It is a light, sweet, delightful movie with a fantastic soundtrack. I mean, come on, it's the Beatles, guys. It's the Beatles. If you if you're looking for something along those lines this weekend, go or this week, you know, it's a long week for us in America because of the fourth of July. Happy birthday, America. Consider yesterday movie because I think I think you'll really enjoy it. Now I do want to tell you that also could be subject to age. Millennials and below might have a harder time connecting uh, to, to some of the songs and some of the moments because there's a lot of like Easter eggs, Beatles Easter eggs uh, peppered throughout this. And, and I'm not even old enough to to get all of them. But I got a lot of them. I did get a lot of them. You know, it's something, though, that your parents will love. Your parents will love this. So take your parents. Take your parents to a movie this weekend because they would really enjoy this one. As far as a parental movie review, as a is this thing kid-friendly? Can you take the kids? I would say, use your best judgment, uh, it is light on sexual situations. Um, they are there. There's no overt nudity or anything along those lines. But they do talk about who had sex with whom, who, whom, I think, and why not, why they didn't have sex with these people. That kind of conversation does happen in the movie. So depending on the age of your child, you can determine if that's something that's appropriate in your entertainment or not. There's, I think, two bedroom scenes, uh, but I think all we get is a, a Jack, Jack with a shirt off, you know, nothing... Again, nothing real racy or crazy. Language-wise, oh gosh, there's a, there's a lot of language. There is a lot of language. Um, and a lot of it is British slang uh, language. So us Americans, Canadians out there, maybe, maybe our kids won't get it because they don't know what any of that means, but it's out there. So keep that in mind if you do decide to take them. They do have this one character who smokes a lot of pot. So that's on the scenes as well. There's no real violence other than Jack getting hit by the bus. <laughs> So, you know, uh, I, I don't know, guys. I'm just saying I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I feel like this is going to be a sleeper hit or it's going to be one of those that you watch on TNT in the years to come and go, oh, why didn't I go see this in the theater? This is a really fun movie. Mm, just saying. Speaking of, why didn't I go see this in the movie in the theaters? This is a really fun movie. I threw this one in to talk about today, and it is Tag, was in the theaters in 2018. Uh, this is the one with um, Jeremy Renner, John Hamm, Ed Helms, you know, all those all those guys in it. And I did not see it in the theater. I, I think I probably heard or read that it was dumb or it wasn't a good one or I don't know. I, I definitely was turned off by it for whatever reason, didn't think it was worth the money. So I didn't see it. I stayed up one night, I don't know, four or five months ago, and it was on, and I happened to start watching it, 
and I fell in love with this movie. And I and I, I got my husband to watch it with me again in the middle of the night. We were I don't even know why we were up, but we were up pretty late and we started watching it. And I, I expected him to like bounce out after a little while, but he he stayed through and he he laughed. He loved it too. Um, it was really good. So it's kind of the storyline behind Tag is these are adults, probably about my age, maybe a little bit younger, but who as kids they started playing the game Tag. And they decided to never stop. So every May, for the month of May, they kind of end up getting together and chasing each other around and playing tag. There's all kinds of rules and all kinds of amendments that have happened over the years. And so it's, you know, it's, it's gone on. It's like an official, official thing. The cast is great. Um, like I said, John Hamm, uh, Jeremy Renner, uh, Isla Fisher, who's hilarious. Oh my gosh, this movie... Every scene she's in, I was on the floor, like, dying laughing because she just, she was so great. She's so funny. Um, And Ed Helms, um, I can't remember who the other guy is. Sorry. Sorry, other guy. I apologize. It's just a, it's just a fun show. Now, that being said, it's a totally inappropriate show. Completely. This one is not kid-friendly in any way, shape, or form. Um, So no kids here. They talk about drugs. They talk about sex. There's all kinds of language. There's one super cringy and terrible joke. Uh, I... It's not a joke. It's not funny. But it, and, it, and it's kind of a pivotal moment of the movie where they talk about a miscarriage that's that didn't really... Anyway, I'm not going to spoil all of it. But anyway, they have this discussion about a miscarriage. And it's and it's it's not funny. So that's my only massive issue with it. It does fit with the storyline. However, uh, as someone who's you know dealt with this before, it's not a laughing matter, guys. So uh, that is your warning. If you are um, concerned about things like that or have issues with that, then maybe this is not the movie for you. And I want to be upfront with you about that. However, if you can overlook, if you can forgive them for what they were trying to do there, if you can look past it, there is a surprising sweetness to these characters, to how they interact, to how they play together as adults. And I think that's probably what appeals to me is that I am that adult now. I still love to play. I think having this game of tag with my friends my adult friends would be amazing. This is also based on a true story, but loosely based on a true story. These There's 40, 50-something-year-old dudes out there playing tag still. And they had some footage from that at the end of the movie. So anyway, that's my... If you're looking for something, I found it on uh, HBO On Demand. I'm not sure where else you can find it for free, but that's, and I say free, I pay for HBO, obviously, but that's where I found it. And uh, it was just, a, it was a fun watch this weekend. All right, now Veronica Mars. Not a movie, kind of a cheat. I don't know. Is it though? Is it? Because there is a Veronica Mars movie. <laughs> but I'll admit, the real news here is that you can now start binging seasons one, two, and three on Hulu. I stayed up till midnight last night hoping that I could go ahead and start watching it. And to my chagrin, uh, it was not starting until 3 a.m. So I went to bed. I have not seen Veronica Mars yet, but that's probably what I'm going to be doing here. <laughs> I won't lie the rest of the afternoon because I love this show and I've been waiting for so long for the seasons to come out. Did you know, did you know that there's even Veronica Mars books? There's the series, there's the movie, which you watch after you see the series. And then there's also Veronica Mars books. And I listen to them on Audible, which is today's show sponsor. This is pretty much the only way I read 
things nowadays. Uh, I'll be honest. Um, I feel like I don't have time to just sit and open up a book. So I put the headphones on while I'm cleaning my house or while I'm folding laundry or, you know, I listen to it in the car while I'm driving around. So Audible is amazing for that sort of thing. Veronica Mars books, they're, they're out there. And the stories in the books pick up after the season's end, but before the movie starts. So if you decide to really jump into the Veronica Mars fandom with us, come on, Marshmallows, you know you want to do it. Don't forget about the books, and you can get those on Audible. Even better, the listeners of No Guilt Fangirls podcast, Audible is actually offering you a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download it, go to audibletrial.com backslash Fangirls. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash no guilt fangirls to get your free free audiobook. Like I said, for me, I have a little bit of work to do, but then after that, my, my booty's gonna be on the couch <laughs> catching up on Veronica Mars. And and if you have if you if you need to know, should I see the movie first? Should I see the series first? Absolutely see the series first. We have a whole podcast where we fangirled Veronica Mars. Go listen to that if you have any questions about this. Sh- I will drop this in the show notes for you so you can find that. It was a really fun, fun episode. All right, guys. That's all I've got for the Monday Movie Minute this week. There are new podcast episodes. Yes, plural. Coming on Wednesday. Uh, since we've got a holiday on, on Thursday, I'm going to publish the next set of shows on Wednesday so you and I can both enjoy the holiday. They're going to be all about Stranger Things, guys. And if you don't know why, Stranger Things Season 3. Oh, gosh, where where are we in? Yeah, we're in Season 3. Stranger Things Season 3 drops on Thursday, July 4th. So if you didn't have plans, you do now. All right. Thanks for fangirling with me on the No Guilt Fangirls podcast. Come back and fangirl with us again real soon.